When you think sports, think News Radio 1070, WKOK. This is Shikalemi Braves basketball on News Radio 1070, WKOK. Six seconds left. Three pointer on the way. No good. And that will do it. The Shikalemi Braves, for the first time since 1979, will win a district title. Braves basketball is sponsored by Purdy Insurance, Sunbury Motors, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Peters Home Appliance Center, Platinum Sealands Grove, APW, Lackawanna College, Murray Motors, Carpet Man, WNL Subaru, Glick Incorporated, Mertz Meats. Now, here's Kevin Herr and the Chief Dave Ritchie. Well, it is the calm before the storm. It is a brisk evening that we had last night into a chilly day today. And an outcome on Thursday night that did not come out well for the Shikolami faithful in the Rally in the Valley series. And I'm not even talking about anything to do with the weather and the snowstorm that's coming tomorrow night into Monday. I'm talking about football and basketball and wrestling that has become a big rivalry here in the central Susquehanna Valley. And tonight it's part four of Rally in the Valley, three of which happened this week, including this game. Of course, the Lady Braves winning over Sealands Grove on Wednesday night. Then on Thursday, the Seals wrestling team dominated Chickalemi on WKOK. Today, it's the boys, round two of the basketball season. Shikalemi winning earlier in the year in the month of December. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie in the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium here in the Shikalemi Fieldhouse getting ready for Shikalemi basketball tonight. JV starting with a dominating win, 54-26. Just a few moments ago, uh, the uh, Shikalemi JV winning over Sealands Grove. And Chief, right now, I don't think I've seen the Shikalemi Braves more excited to play a game than they are today not just because it's a rivalry but because they actually have everybody ready to play chief that hasn't happened this year first time all year long kevin that uh bill ziegler will have his entire starting five and his bench ready to play tonight and uh what a better time to get them all here is this big game against seals grove and like you said uh it is probably, it's always been, it always has been a very, very uh, good rivalry. Uh, and it's amazing how sometimes for years Chicklamy dominated in football at the beginning of the jointure and Seals Grove caught up and went ahead. In basketball, I'd say it's been pretty much Chicklamy's game, okay? Uh, girls basketball, I, I know when, when I was, all the 25 years I was here, Carlton Seitz and Dave Fideli and Scotty, uh, Kerstetter were coaching Seals Grove girls that our games were always, always big. And so we know tonight that uh, this is going to be a, a good game. Seals Grove, I don't know if you remember, they were down by 14 when we were down at the Seal Dome, came back to make the game very, very close at 53-46. And uh, they're probably looking for a little bit of revenge. And Shekalimi, well, they just want to get a sweep of the series. Yeah, and they really need one. This is, For both teams, this game is key. Because right now, Sealands Grove is not out of the playoffs, even though no. they're coming in at 1-9. and nine. Yep. District 6, District 4 takes the top four teams, and they are literally on the bubble for I that know. final playoff spot. 
So this is going to be one of the situation where Sealands Grove has to be looking at an opportunity and a golden one at that. And right now, Ulrich has been playing very, very well for the Seals. Isaiah Ulrich, who played pretty good in the game as well, uh, has been really hot lately. The senior is going to be one that you got to watch, even though he's only averaging 16 a game. Well, he had 17. <laughs> he had 17 that night down in Seals Grove before Christmas, and. The other guard, Ryan Reich, had eight, and uh, Blake Hatton, who, who's a six-five-six-six kid that plays outside too, he also had eight. So, but those two guards, Reich and Ulrich, have been basically uh, bringing the seals, uh, keeping them in basketball games. Remember, they had Danville by 15 at one time, and they had him by, I think, two or three with the five seconds to go. Took him into overtime. Yeah, even. and Danville won it in overtime then. So, uh, the one thing that the seals miss, uh, I know that Spencer George does his best inside. But they they have they do not have a legitimate big guy, and I'm not that's not to say anything bad about Spencer, but so a lot of times he's got to battle a lot of guys in there, and uh, Spencer's about six two six three. And worst case scenario for Spencer is Caden Hoffman is back now from illness. He will start yeah. tonight, and the Braves have missed him desperately well, on the rebounding side of things, especially on the offensive boards. Well, Caden was the only other uh, person that scored in double figures against. Uh, against the the seals uh caden had 12 that night uh but cam leonard the uh, the sophomore had 21 and we haven't seen cam leonard have a, a game like that all right uh since that night down in sealands grove think about this when hoffman before the three game break happened had 43 rebounds led the team by as many as 10 rebounds Pfeiffer now leading the team with 45 after the, those three games off. That's how much they miss Hoffman and how much they have missed Hoffman when Pfeiffer is basically your leading rebounder in the last couple of games. Oh, Caden has great hands. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's got good foot speed, good footwork. Uh, he knows where he's at in the, in the paint all the time. He's got a decent outside shot. He'll take the three once in a while. But you're right. They need him in there to rebound. Trey Wallace has been basically having to deal with ever, all the other people and uh, all the other big guys on the teams they played so far by himself in there. And I've, I know I've mentioned many times, and you have too, we're, especially at Mifflinburg, we're watching <laughs> watching from a longer angle, but there weren't many Braves inside rebounding except for Trey. So that's going to give Trey a little bit more help with Caden. And, and uh, great, you know, just a great kid. Great tight end for Shikolini this year and an excellent pitcher. And if it wouldn't have been for a shoulder injury, uh he probably this probably will be his second full season on the varsity basketball team. You're absolutely correct. Pretty good crowd for a Saturday afternoon, to quote or at least paraphrase Billy Joel. And the Shikolami student section is ready to go tonight, or again this afternoon. This afternoon. It's matinee basketball. Shikolami Sealands Grove on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and we're kicking off the new year with deals on your favorite brands. That's right, Mark. It's Owner Appreciation Month with appreciation discounts. We have new inventory arriving daily and a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, all at great prices. Plus, our Jeep brand has you covered with the most capable SUVs in the world. Owner Appreciation Month is the time to start the new year in a new vehicle and experience the Zimmerman difference. So come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today or call us at 570-286-2100 or see all the deals at ZimmermanJeep.com. Every year can bring new challenges. Your insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. 
2022 has begun and now is the perfect time to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. We have the experience and knowledge to help you protect what matters most. You can contact our office at 570-286-5855 or online at purdyinsurance.com. Start your year off with new traditions and new adventures in a certified pre-owned Subaru from WNL in Northumberland. You'll get a Subaru that's miles ahead on value and ready for more adventures. Each certified pre-owned Subaru comes with factory-backed seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage and 24-7 roadside assistance. Now is the time to make sure your family is traveling safely in a certified pre-owned Subaru. We have over 60 to choose from. Experience the WNL difference today off Route 11 in Northumberland and online at WNLSubaru.com. Welcome back to Shickle Me. Kevin Hurd with Coach Bill Ziegler. The Braves getting ready for, well, basically Rally in the Valley Part 4 <laughs> this time around. So it's basketball time on the boys' side. Uh, you saw this team in December. How is this team in Sealands Grove different now than they were in December? Well, when we played them, it was their first game of the year, and uh, Coach Kaiser didn't get the job until October, so they were very vanilla the first time we played them. Um, now, after watching them on film against Mifflinburg the other day, they're running way way more plays than they were the first time. So, uh, you know, we got to be ready for a, a more uh, different offensive than they played last time, and obviously they'll be running things a lot crisper. And you had a little bit of a success moving the ball up and down the court against them last time around, if memory serves. But uh, is that something you continue to do with the way this, the, the team is made up now? Yeah, we absolutely. We want to we want to try to push the ball every chance we can. We you know we think we have guys that can you know run down in the corners and get some open three point shots. And uh, you know our, our point guards with Ryan and Johnny are going to be pushing the ball and uh, hopefully giving us many opportunities with that. Tuesday night, the big difference in the game was rebounding, and we saw it the last couple of games. Now with a chance to get Caleb back in the game, you'll have an opportunity to get that big rebounder back. How much does that change what you do offensively and defensively? Oh, that changes us completely. You know, This is the first time all year that we have all 19 kids that we started the season with dress. So, um, you know, we're still not 100% healthy. You know, Caden's recovering and Mason's still not 100% back and Scotty's still recovering. But we have them all in uniform today. So I think that makes us more versatile. And, uh, you know, I, I think you're going to see us change some things up a little bit, sub a little bit quicker today and, and uh, try to use our, our newfound depth to, to try to wear some teams out. Yeah, that's, that's something we haven't talked about all year is depth. I mean, now you're going to have to sit there and make a decision who comes off the bench. Yeah, to be honest with you, you know, beginning of the year we were talking about, who, you know, what's our best starting five and you know we think you know now that we're healthy we have seven kids that we can step in and start at any time and you know we're going to kind of go by matchups uh you know what gives us the the best chance to start with who they're going to start and this gives you a different look too from what sealands grove's seen on film over the last couple of weeks because they're having everybody back now you were talking about the you know being able to go seven guys and still be able to have some things done how much better does this make you overall having that kind of depth and having the ability to change things up on the fly? Well, I think that that's going to speak volumes. You know, we have some JV players such as Xavier Fishaw and, and uh, 
and uh, Luke Snyder who uh, and Asher Moyer who's got some varsity time and varsity experience. So I feel pretty confident throwing them in the game too. So that does make us more deeper. So, you know, foul trouble, you know, it doesn't scare me as much um, as we have some players that can go in and uh, get the job done. Well, again, foul trouble was one of the things we talked about in the Mifflinburg game early on that made you make some changes. Now that really open, you know, you have the door open now to be able to do things you weren't able to do in that game. Right. Now let's take a look at this uh, Sealands Grove team. Ulrich has been the hot one lately. Is he the guy you're going to have to focus on as soon as he gets the ball across half court? Yep, absolutely. You know, Johnny Pfeiffer has, draws the toughest assignment every night, and, and uh, no different tonight. He's getting Ulrich, and, uh, you know, Ulrich's a really good three-point shooter, and we're hoping Johnny's length and size uh, can, you know, can contest a lot of threes and not give him many open looks. Bill, appreciate the time. We'll chat with you afterwards. Thank you, Kevin. You're listening to Braves Basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. sell your car to just about anyone but when you sell your car to platinum central pennsylvania you always get top dollar platinum central pennsylvania has partnered with kelly blue book instant cash offer and they now have five kelly blue book authorized buy centers in the mid-state region so whether you live in the carlisle mechanicsburg harrisburg lancaster or sealands grove areas you'll find that platinum central pennsylvania has a place for you visit online at creditpa.com at platinum they're proud to say we get you done the appliance pros at Peter's Home Appliance Center want to know, has your dishwasher suddenly stopped cleaning well? Are you noticing a white film left on the dishes? It may not be the fault of your dishwasher at all. The problem may be the dishwashing detergent manufacturers have removed phosphates. They suspend soil and soften water, making the detergent work better. Lack of phosphates is most likely the cause of your dishwasher cleaning issue. Until an environmentally friendly replacement for phosphates is found, stay tuned. This helpful tip brought to you by the experts at Peter's Home Appliance Center. Market Street, Sunbury. This is Will Marks, General Manager at Murray Motors Chevrolet. We are coming off our best-selling season ever. Why? Because we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best selection of custom trucks, sports cars, and new inventory arriving daily. We're the only dealer to offer a lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. So let's set it straight. We have the best price and best warranty, period. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or on Online at MurrayChevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. How do you know it's a big game, Chief? Kurt Hortz in the house. Coach Hortz's son, orthopedic surgeon down in Florida, but we all remember Kurt from the class of 1987 because he was the first, the first 1,000-point boys scorer in Chickalamie history. Indeed, and there's a lot of former Braves in the stands here tonight, as I'm sure some former Seals are as well that I haven't been able to pick out of the crowd, but the crowds have been pretty good here this afternoon. I I just mentioned Carlton Seitz, who when I was in high school was the boys coach at Seals Grove, longtime guidance counselor at Seals Grove, and uh, he had some great girls teams in the late 80s and 90s, and he's here tonight, too, so it'll, it'll be a lot of people that will come to watch this game. And there's a former Shikolami Brave and current Lewisburg Green Dragon in the stands here tonight. Uh, would that be... Uh, Jacob Hernandez. Oh, it's Jake here. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, just think if the Braves had Jacob Hernandez to go along with Trey Wallace and Caden <laughs> Huffman. Whoa. I'm sure that thought crosses Coach Ziegler's mind once in a while. To quote Keith Jackson, whoa, Nelly, that would be a dandy. Or who's the guy that said, oh, my. Oh, well. That would be Dick Enberg. Dick Enberg yes. Indeed. We'll give you the starting lineups when we return. Big matinee basketball here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Hey, Uncle Bob, you look happy. Of course, I'm having a garlic ring bologna sandwich from Merck's Meats. Merck's Meats ring bologna in plain garlic or hot is like no other because we're using the same secret smokehouse recipe that Grandpa Merck's created way back in the early 1900s. No wonder it's delicious. And we use the same secret recipes for our smoked sausage, bacon, and our chops. Merck's Meats, Route 147 in Northumberland. And don't forget to grab beverages at WNS Distributor right up the road. Tell them Uncle Bob sent you. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. You know the old saying, you never know what you have till it's gone. Now think about your appliances. You expect them to be there washing your clothes, doing the dishes, but when they break down, you begin to wonder what you'll do without them. Don't panic. See APW instead. They carry all kinds of parts from small to large for every name and every type of appliance. If the part you need is not in stock, they'll gladly order it for you. Save money, fix it yourself so your life and your appliances can keep humming along. APW located on the rear of Market Street in Sunbury. You're always covered with APW. W. Starting lineups for the Sealands Grove Seals tonight. It'll be Reese Noggle, the sophomore, averaging one point a game so far this year. Isaiah Ulrich, the senior guard, leading the team with 16 points a game. Gavin Bastion uh, will be uh, playing guard, we're told. Uh, we'll check that to make sure that that is correct. Bastion averaging three points a game. And nope, it is going to be Ryan Reich, the senior at guard. So Reich in averaging eight points a game. So a change there from what we expected. Also in the forward position, junior Blake Haddon averaging six points a game. And the center will be Spencer George, the junior, at eight points a game. For the Shikolami Braves for this afternoon... Braves will be Braves will be let out by Cameron Leonard. Leonard averaging 10 points a game, a 56% free throw shooter for the 5'10 sophomore guard. John Pfeiffer, the 6'3 senior guard. Pfeiffer averaging 14 points a game, leads the team in that category. He's a 60% free throw shooter on the season. 
Six foot three inch senior forward Trey Wallace getting the nod tonight, averaging three a game. A 21% free throw shooter. He actually now leads the team in rebounding at 51 per, uh, for the season. Mason Dietrich, the six foot guard. Dietrich averaging 13 a game, second on the team in that category, a 60% free throw shooter. And back after a three game hiatus, six foot two senior forward Caden Hoffman. He is third now on the team in rebounds, third on the team in steals, and a 64% free throw shooter on the year. Pfeiffer, by the way, leads in the category of ter- points off turnovers and blocks with 19 and three of them a week uh, Tuesday night. I have to get this in, Kevin. Go ahead. For years, former all-time Shikolami Brave Ted Anderlevich would sing the national anthem before every game here, and Ted retired from doing that and also running the clock for who knows how many years. But tonight, uh, in the last two nights, we've had uh, one of the cheerleaders, senior Bryn Harold, who has sang the national anthem. It's really nice Amazing to have job. somebody sing it and uh, not just play it off the re- record. <laughs> it's true. Corey Hauser, Steve Jacoby, Jacoby, and Greg Wilt are officials for tonight. George at the center circle. Also there, Wallace. Wallace tips it into the hands of Haddon. And in the royal blue with white and red stripes, white numerals and lettering with with the uh, red trim, the Seals will be attacking the basket to our right. Shikolami in their home, white maroon stripe, and an offensive foul right out of the gate. Travel. Oh, I'm sorry. You are correct. I'm sorry. It is a travel. uh, Isaiah Ulrich shuffled it. No, I'm sorry. Ryan Wright shuffled his feet. When he got the pass and they called the foul. Little 1 1 2 1 press here, Kevin. Full court. Braves with an early turnover as Leonard tries to bring it across court. Finds Pfeiffer now at the half court line. He goes to the foul line jumper. Just a little too long. And it looked like Haddon and Wallace got tangled up, and Wallace may get charged for the foul, and he does. Yeah, good job by Blake Haddon. Got inside position, got the rebound, and on the rebound, uh, Trey Wallace came over and tried to get the ball and did foul him. So that's Trey's first. Well, I'll tell you what, this is our largest crowd of the year here at the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium. Not quite as filled as it was on Thursday night for wrestling. Hatton, top of the key three, back iron, no. Winner with a big rebound, and we'll bring it down and come the other way. That's an interesting matchup. Uh, Huffman on Hatton, and Hatton's an outside player, and Caden, they're going to bring him out. There's a steal. Huffman tries to pass it out, and Noggle blocks it and gets it right into his own hand. One minute gone by here in the first period, still looking for our first points of the game. Ulrich between the circles, top of the key, three, good! Three-nothing, Sealens Grove has the red-hot Ulrich. Nice nice screen by Blake Haddon to get uh, his uh, to get Ulrich's man off of him. He gave him a wide-open look at the basket. Hoffman now in the corner as they break the press. Top of the key, Leonard with the basketball. Moves it on the floor, now spins inside, uses an elbow, and what? will get traveling <laughs> as the call. Yeah, when you spin, you got to shoot that ball off the spin. You plant a foot and go off of it. They're going to call you for a travel. Again, uh, you know, Seals Grove, uh, I think they're pretty serious about this game. Don't yeah. you, Kevin? You better believe it. They've had this one on the radar, I think, since December in the loss at the Seal Dome. Inside to George, working on Wallace. Spins to the left side, overshot the basket. Beautiful put back on the backside by Ulrich. He's got all five so far for the Seals and yep. a 5 nothing lead. you got to box everybody out. They're going to crash the boards. They're going to bring everybody in there. Pfeiffer now across the timeline. He will get double teamed and in a world of trouble. 
He got it out to Dietrich. Now to Hoffman inside to Wallace. Back out to a trailing Hoffman who lays it off the window and in. Nice Six pass. minutes to go here in the first period. Nice Five pass three. by Trey Wallace to get it to a slashing Caleb Huffman. You know, the best person to throw the ball to is the person that threw you the ball, and that's what Trey did. 5-2, the, sh- the uh, Sealance Grove lead. Seals with the basketball as they go top of the key to Ulrich. Guarded by Pfeiffer. Talked about that with Coach Bill Ziegler. Said Pfeiffer always gets the hard one, uh, the uh, the uh, hard guard, and he got it. And that time, Ulrich got the best of Pfeiffer. Went right by him, right to the bucket off the left oh, side. Great move. A little move to the right, and then he went left. And I'm glad to see a right-handed guy use the left hand. And a trap by Seelands Grove at half court creates the Leonard turnover. On the travel, and it's 7-2 with 5.28 to go. The Seals take the early lead, and Bill Ziegler is livid. Well, right now, Kevin, what's happening is the, the Braves having difficulty bringing the ball up to court. And if you'll notice, the guard, Ryan Williams, has been replaced with, uh, with, with uh, excuse me, Pfeiffer playing out there along with Cam Leonard. And maybe they're missing a little bit of ball handling here. And I think that uh, what Coach Ziegler is telling them right now is you can't run away from the person that has the basketball because you got the trap. And you got, I mean, Leonard got trapped at the perfect spot, just on the opposite side of the of the half-court line. And twice the Braves tried to dribble through a double team and got called for the travel. Well, that's because nobody is within Absolutely. passing distance. Absolutely. You can't run away from that man, especially in a zone, zone trap, full-court press. Coach Kaiser has his seals ready to play. They lead it 5-2, 7-2, and a travel. This one called against Noggle again. Well, that's two now that Reese has been called on. He's probably wondering, what did I do? And <laughs> Who did I wrong? Honestly, that time I wasn't watching. I do not know what he did. Now, see, you got you got to split the side here, put somebody in the middle, move the ball from back and forth. Piper's at the foul line, but that's pretty deep. Now they get it to Piper at the foul line. He finds Wallace underneath. Wallace fouled by Haddon. Man, Trey... Trey had a nice pass in, had the layup, and it would have been nice if he could have made the basket, but that, that foul's on, I believe, on uh, Haddon. Wallace, a 22% free throw shooter. I think he has made one this year, and that one is good, and that might be his best-looking free throw of the year. Well, if he makes the shot, that's a three-point play instead sure of just is. a chance to get two here. So, But he does get them both. 7-4, to go here in the first period. Sealance Grove has led since the opening And minutes. no full court press by the Braves after the made basket. And with the basketball guarded by Hoffman. Over to the right side to Reich. And a blocking foul on Dietrich as he bumps number 12, Reich. That was a nice job by Reich to get his body into Dietrich as he was shuffling across. And, of course, you're always going to get called for the foul if you're coming forward. Seelands Grove inbounding, goes into the backcourt with it, and gives it off to Noggle. Noggle over the right side, finds Reich. Reich puts it on the floor. Reich to the bucket. Too hard off the backboard. George had it for a second, and Pfeiffer chases it down. That was too easy for uh, for him to get in there, Kevin. He's gone to the basket twice now and been very successful. And they got to do something about Ulrich. Right side, Leonard with the basketball. Now to Hoffman. Hoffman inside to Pfeiffer, and it was too deep, and Pfeiffer couldn't hang on. It goes out of bounds behind the basket i think coach ziegler also might have said we have to get more touches on our offensive sets we just can't you know look at the first thing that happens uh that was a tough pass by huffman into into pfeiffer because there was a lot of people between the two over to the right side now ulrich on the wing guarded by pfeiffer back to noggle 
Noggle will back out, guarded by Leonard now. Into the near corner, Haddon attacking the basket to our right with 4.10 to go and a three-point Seelands Grove lead. Bounce pass to Ulrich in the corner. He's guarded by Pfeiffer. Ulrich switches hands, goes to the baseline. Now finds George. George spins to the inside, trying to do a little too much with it. Right there on the baseline to come up with the bucket is Noggle. He did a beautiful job of saving and then backing out from underneath the basket to get the two. It, it was a reverse layup, and that's a tough one, especially for a right-handed guy coming across from the left to right. 2-2-1 two, two, press, and the Braves turn it over. Leonard got it. He was trying to get it to Dietrich down the left side and threw it out of bounds. Seals now will bring Bastion in the game. George is out. Noggle is out. Also checking in is Hackenberg. Braves are their starting five still in. Shigalami down by five. Seelands Grove with the basketball. Reich now has it. Reich has seven of the nine. He'll give it off to Ulrich. Ulrich. Short. Blocked by Trey Wallace. I'm going to correct that. It was Ulrich with seven of the nine, not Noggle. Here comes Pfeiffer at the other end. He's double teamed in the low box, trying to get into the basket. Bounces it off the window and in. Used a little bit of a hip check to get clear. A lot of people. uh, He drew a lot of people down in the low box. I'm surprised that he got it off. Three-point Seelands Grove lead with 3.05 to go. Three-pointer on the way. Off the iron by Ulrich. No good. Rebound by Hoffman. That's the big one that they've been missing the last several games. Leonard now to Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer had an open three. He decides to put it on the floor. Goes to the inside. Works his way to the foul line. Now looking for an outlet, and he ran out of time. You got See? No, the, the timeout, did they get the time? No, I'm sorry, it, you're right. I thought maybe that Bill no, Ziegler may have no, called a timeout there, but you're he right. He got called for three seconds. Uh, you know, you get you get yourself in the paint there, and, you know, you're better off just to shoot the ball instead of doing a lot of pivoting, and the Seals did a nice job of covering everybody that he would have had to throw the ball to. Braves go a little bit quicker with Williams now and Miller into the game. Long pass to the near wing to right. Underneath, now to Hackenberg. Hackenberg really amongst the trees, and he traveled. He got into a world of trouble there with Hoffman, and then Dietrich came in, and it was no man's land. Well, you know, that's a, you know he's not as tall as either one of those two guys, all right? And, and he did get the same. The Braves did to the Seals what the Seals did to the Braves <laughs> with Pfeiffer. Gave him no outlet pass, all right? And so what happens is you end up, twisting your body around and you end up putting both feet off the ground you get called for the walk letter in for dietrich now near side miller wide open three in and out no good big rebound though by right get a good good look at well, it you're kevin. not going to get a better one you're right and it was close kevin there's nobody underneath the basket yep, and hadn't found hackenberg in the low box on the left side and put it up yep. and in for a five-point lead with two to go you got to know who you're guarding in the man-to-man defense and nobody picked up hackenberg and he just went underneath the basket Bounce pass to Williams on the near side. Williams between the circles now to Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer underneath, finds Huffman, put it up and in. And nobody was on Caden Huffman. And once Pfeiffer got the ball in the paint, it was a pass into him. And and Caden with four points now, both with easy buckets. Now the Braves will try a full court press. Williams tips it, but it goes right back in the hands of Wright. Wide side three, in and out, no good by Hackenberg and a whistle underneath. That's going to be on gonna be Blake Haddon, yep. yes. That's going to be his second. You and know, with a minute 32 to go here in the first with an 11-8 Sealands Grove lead, he's going to come out and Noggle will come in. I've, I'm surprised. Uh, you know, Ryan Williams had him boxed out. And, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't think Blake touched him very much. But, you know, it's, you got this standard 6'5 guy over the 5'8 no guy. No benefit of the doubt. And you're going to get called. 
Bastion also into the game now for not or uh, for uh, Reich. Shikomi with the basketball. Leonard fakes a three, goes to the foul line, goes left side, left hand, missed it. Pfeiffer, backside rebound, turns around, puts it up and in. One point, Sealands Grove lead with a minute eight to go. Braves have not led in the game. John Pfeiffer with a great offensive board and a nice guy, basically back almost a skyhook put back for his fourth point. Here comes Ulrich, and Ulrich will be fouled on the way in. That will be team foul number three. On Caden Huffman, that'll be his first. And it will be his first. Inbounding underneath the Sealands Grove basket will be Ulrich with 58.5 to go and a one-point Sealands Grove lead here in the first period. Lob goes to Bastion. Bastion working on Williams and a foul on the way in. They're they're calling that foul that a lot of times you don't get in a in a crew. It's 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 going to be on Ryan Williams. It's basically he got beat to the basket and he leaned on Bastion and, and picked up the foul. His first. Bastion now with the inbounds. He'll go inside now to Ulrich. Ulrich has to kick it back out, and it's George, guarded by Hoffman. George almost with an offensive foul. Has the pass stolen away by Pfeiffer with 43 to go. I have never seen anybody like John Pfeiffer that gets in that passing zone so quickly. Pfeiffer working, working, and trying to get in on Ulrich. Makes Ulrich miss him, and he goes right by him, and Shikolini has a one-point lead with 36 to go. That is the best big man move that you can use, and John Pfeiffer did an up and under after two pivots left and right. Got his six point. Bastion now trying to drive through a double team. Far side three. Ulrich missed it. Backside rebound, and it is no good by Hackenberg, but Miller will pick up the foul. Team foul number five on the Braves. Well, give Camden Hackenberg a lot of credit. He had great invite inside position on Scott Miller, and if Scott wouldn't have fouled him, he would have got an easy bucket there. So it's his first foul, and it was probably a good foul because it's going to make Hackenberg learn it make it from the line and he has struggled from the line this year a 25 percent free throw shooter makes his first that one looked pretty good kevin yep wallace in for huffman ulrich is out and reich back in for sealens grove that one ties it at 12 they're going to bring luke snyder in too here in a second if he makes this shot hackenberg second opportunity no good Rebound by Wallace. Braves in the seals tied. Great steal by Noggle. Noggle throws one up. Didn't need to. Lost track of it. Pfeiffer with the rebound. Miller all alone lays it up and in. And that will do it. The first eight minutes owned by Sealand Grove, except for the last five seconds. It's Chickamauga 14, Sealand Grove 12. This is Braves basketball on WKOK and on WKOK.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey, right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Welcome back to the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium in the Shikolami Fieldhouse. The Raptors are rattling after the first period in which Sealands Grove led it for 7 minutes and 55 seconds. The Braves with a late opportunity found Miller all alone under the basket, laid it up and in, and the Braves lead it at the end of the first eight, well, 14-12. Great, great quarter by Isaiah 
uh, Ulrich for Seals Grove with seven points, but Johnny Pfeiffer comes back in the second half of that second quarter and picks up six to go along with Caden Huppen's four. That's uh, 10 of the Braves' 14. Braves will have the basketball to start this second period. Pfeiffer with it. Snyder in the game as well, along with Wallace, Williams, and Miller. And that time Pfeiffer went in, missed the shot, tracks down the rebound outside the three-point arc. Scotty Miller and Trey Walls kept that ball alive so Pfeiffer could come and get the board. Williams now with it, sends it inside. Wallace got behind his defender and put it up and in. 16-12. That's the old pick and roll. A nice screen by Trey Wallace. Rolls to the bucket. Williams with a great assist to give him the layup. Noggle, Bastion, Hackenberg, George, and a steal right by the way the other one in there. It is Williams over to Miller. No good. And a foul on Snyder, who basically attacked Hackenberg for that rebound. Well, they were both after the ball, but, you know, you know, Luke's a very, very strong, powerful guy. And uh, he just, I think he just got a little bit more than the ball and. uh and I forget who, was it Bastion in there, Kevin? I, I'm not sure who the, uh, who the Hackenberg. Hackenberg had it. And he kind of picked him off his feet and he got called for the foul. But that is the 16th foul on Shikalimi now. So now the Seals will be in the bonus. And Noggle now finally brings it across, breaking the press. And George just threw it well away, all the oh. way over Ulrich's head, who was in the low yeah. box open. But Again, the Braves, three people dropped on Spencer George, and he turned around, and you could see the nervousness in his eyes, and he just threw that ball behind Isaiah. Williams into the corner to Hoffman. Hoffman to Miller. Miller in the low box puts it up and in. Four for Scott Miller, and he's done it by getting himself open in the low box, Kevin, and that was a great assist from Caden Upton from the corner. And again, the Braves put on a 1-2-2 press, and they'll trap it. That's and right, be will on, be foul. It's going to be on Williams. He grabbed him as he went to split the double team, Kevin. And that's going to be two fouls on Williams, and we're in a one-and-one one situation. Right coming to the line in that one-and-one one situation. Seven of 14 on the year, an even-money 50% free-throw shooter. Xavier Fashaw will be the returning player in the game for Williams. One and one. First one, no good. Hoffman chases down that rebound at a six-point lead with six minutes, 30 to go. Here comes Pfeiffer spinning to the inside. Pump shoots back iron. No. Uh, Snyder had it for a second. Rolled it to Ulrich, though. And Seelensgrove gets the ball back, trailing it by six. Ulrich now into the corner. Finds Haddon short on the, re- and the shot. Rebound by Snyder. I'll tell you what, that boy grabbed the ball. Look out. And uh, <laughs> you better be out of the road. Luke Snyder Ooh. with a very powerful offensive board there. Pfeiffer with a basketball to the foul line to Hoffman. Hoffman will give it to Fashaw, who will now go to the near side to Snyder. Top of the key. Hoffman three. He can hit him. That one he finds a little bit short. Big rebound by Hatton underneath yeah. with 550 At least to go. There's a couple of Braves in there. Uh, Snyder along with Scotty Miller and even Fashad. Almost got that one, Kevin. Noggle now outside the arc. Seelens Grove has not scored since the one-minute mark of the th- of the first period. Haddon with it. Inside, gives it to Noggle, working the baseline. Back to Haddon, near wing three. Back iron, no. Hoffman with a rebound. Well, now Bla- four and a half minutes oh. without a bucket. Blake's had three open looks at the bucket, Kevin, and they've been close. He's just not getting them in the, in the hoop. Between the circles, it's Pfeiffer with 5.17 to go on a six-point lead. He'll slow things down a little bit as Dietrich and Miller get ready to check in. 
No, that's Scott. That's Cam Leonard. Miller's already in the game. As I said, Dietrich and Leonard ready to check in. Braves with that um, that weave out front, trying to get somebody open. Hoffman near wing three, bang! <laughs> well, Caden was happy about that when we got the old pump in the fist after he made it. That's his seventh, and boy, if he makes that, that's going to bring some guys, big guys out 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 beyond the paint. Make it a little more open for the Braves. He was less than an inch from making it earlier. It's a 21-12 lead. Shikalemi with it. Ulrich now trying to get on the board. Blocked by Piper and a foul. Well, that's a tough one for John, but I think he might have got a body on him or got a bit of his wrist. But, yeah. again, I, I, you know, uh, Isaiah Ulrich with a great move. There was a screen out here, and it looked like they were going to get through it, the Braves on defense. But Ulrich with a nice move to the basket. John had to come a long way. All right, to get that block. Ulrich misses the first opportunity. And now Dietrich and Leonard will come in for Schneider and Pfeiffer. Team foul, by the way, number eight on the Braves with 4.33 to go. Sealens Grove now five minutes without a basket. And they finally get a point. 21-13. Should me up by eight. Well, they've got, they've got a good ball handler in there in Fashad. Oh, Wait. and then Hoffman throws it right into the hands of Noggle. Noggle goes in and distracted just enough by Leonard. Lost it off the rim, and it goes out of bounds. Chicken on me basketball. Well, Caden Huffman with, with not the best pass in the world. Uh, probably should have been a bounce pass back out, but he made up for it because he got down quick and helped, uh, helped get that ball away from Seals Grove as it went out of bounds. The word for tonight in the field house or this afternoon, I should say, is loud. Leonard overshot the basket. Maybe he was going to Dietrich on the other side. He'll put it off the window, threw the foul, and got the bucket. Well, what Mason gives you is not only a great ball handler and you can get the ball off the court with him, but he is so good at, on that lower base line. Finding an open spot. That time he was on the weak side from the shot from Leonard. It came off. He got the rebound and went up strong. And that's the third foul on Blake Cadden. That's not good for and he Coach has to Kaiser. Come out. Yep, he has to come out. Dietrich, a 60% free throw shooter. Rattles it around, rims it around. It does a 7-20 and drops through. 24-13. Four minutes to go here in the half. Sealens Grove has gone Six and a half minutes without a bucket. They've only had one point in the period from the line. And running out of trouble is Ulrich, and he loses it out of bounds. Well, I think he not he didn't lose it, Kevin. He, he hit the ball off. And a technical right. on Dietrich. I don't, I think, I don't know well, if there was, it, the official thought he there was a little taunting going on. Well, that, that's exactly right. And, and it might have been just a talk-talk. Because obviously these two teams know well, each other quite well, but you can't do that. Any way you look at it, you can't do that. That puts Ulrich on the line for two. The Seals get the ball, and Ulrich, and that's a that's his second foul on uh, on uh, Mason Dietrich. I think you can tell Ulrich missed that one by the Shikalami student section to our right, right in front well, of the basket. Just like the other night in the girls' game, the Braves student section in white, Seals Grove in black, and Ulrich missed them both. That's frustrating. Wow, is that deadly. That, and he is the best free throw shooter on the well, team. That's frustrating. Uh, I'm, you know, you can just look on Isaiah's face, and, and he said, boy, I'd like to have both of those back again. And Bill Ziegler talking with Dietrich, and Dietrich is 
Going to take a little bit of a breather, get a drink, come out for this one, and a timeout. 30-second timeout, I think, by the Braves. 24-13 with 3.52 to go after the technical. Kevin, I remember 50-some years ago, similar situation happened in the game up at Berwick, and uh, I was involved in the, probably about the same thing that that uh, Mason was involved in. And Coach Ron Wetzel called a timeout, and it really helped me out. I know it got my nerves and my temper salt got down a little bit. And you? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Just ask Coach Lou Delgrati about it because I think he was involved in that incident too. Was Lou, on, Lou was on the other, other side. Team. Yes, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah. 3.48 remaining, 24-13. Chickalemi with the lead. Hackenberg with the basketball, gave it over to the left side. Ulrich rattled it around and down for three. Well, Isaiah made up for those two missed foul yep. shots with a nice three-pointer from the corner. First bucket from the floor since the one-minute mark of the third or first period. John the Piper. answer from wow. John Piper on the far wing for the big three. Kevin, you should have said that was from all the way up on Shikolami Avenue, all right? <laughs> It was a a heck of a shot. Chief Shikolami Elementary was the site of that shot. Yes. (laughs) There comes the feed inside to Spencer, and a blocking foul as Wallace came off his feet to throw a little bit of a hip into Spencer George, who goes down and is coming up a little bit limpy. There are two bad things right now for the Braves. That puts the Braves, uh, put Seals in the two-shot foul situation because of 10 fouls by Shikolami. And that also gives Trey Wallace his second foul. Barrarello is ready to come in for Sealens Grove. George at the line. Missed the first. George, a 35% free throw shooter. Fashaw will come out now. Dietrich will be in. Noggle is out. And Bastion is coming in. Barrarello will come in now for George after this shot. And it's no good. Rebound by Wallace. Wallace outlet now to Williams. Williams will bring it up. Find Wallace trailing. Wallace goes up, throws it off the front of the rim and in. 29-16 transition basketball. We don't see Trey Wallace make that running layup like that very often, but that gives him six tonight. Ulrich now on the baseline. Underhand pass almost to George inside. And George tied up by Wallace and a jump ball. Well, you know, right now, Trey's got to calm down a little bit because he is uh, he's a little upset that he didn't get the foul call on the last shot he made. And down here with a jump ball, he, I think he took that out on him. And, uh, in fact, yeah, they're going to take him out, and that's yep. going to bring Kate Nuffin back in. Yep. And, and oh, you finally, Barrarello will get a chance to come in. Yeah, um, uh, just the motions are flying right now. Barrarello and Hoffman is going to be an interesting matchup. Barrarello is probably about four inches taller than Hoffman, but much younger and inexperienced player, but has really grown. Five second and a five-second call on the Seals will give Shikolami the basketball with 2.37 remaining. Woo. Only one three-pointer from the floor and one foul shot. Seals Grove has put in since the one-minute mark of this first period. Pfeiffer with a basketball. Inside, finding Hoffman, ripped out of his hands by Ulrich. Good defense by Isaiah beautiful, Ulrich. Beautiful anticipation. Yes, you're exactly right, Kevin. Ulrich trying to get the Seelands Grove back on the board again. Drives in, forces one in, Travel. and traveled. Well, that helped a lot that Caden Huffman stepped up. And the immovable he was, object. He, he was right in Isaiah Ulrich's path as he came down the left side, and he said, man, oh, man, I don't think I want to go there, and he shuffled his feet. 
but he did a good job of beating John Piper off the dribble. 2-10 remaining in the half, 29-16, and a whistle. Yeah, and Caden Huffman. And Hoffman will get called for that one. Illegal screen. That will be foul number 10, but that is a player control foul for the offensive foul. Now Sealens Grove will bring Noggle back into the game. He'll come in for Ulrich. Braves have Dietrich, Williams, Leonard, Hoffman, and Pfeiffer. Except for, you know, with Barrello coming in, they basically go a seven-man rotation. Now they're eight with him. Barrello gets the ball inside and stepped on the baseline out of bounds. So for Sealens Grove, it's right Barrello. Paul Hamas, I think. Nope, I'm sorry. It's going to be right in the game. And uh, Bastion in the game as well. And you got we got the freshman uh, and Noggle uh, Asher Moyer in also right now for Shikalimi. Moyer just came in there. He'll have the basketball and lose it out of front of the Sealants Grove that was bench. A bad pass. Leonard went backwards. Yeah, Moyer was, was going forward. It was just not. A, it was just not. You got to sometimes you got to anticipate or you got to look to see where that ball's going to go. And he threw it behind Asher Moyer. 29-16. Sealens Grove trying to get back on the board. They've only had a three in this period. And a steal by Williams. Anticipated the pass in front of Noggle. Three on two. Williams goes up. He gets stuffed by Noggle. Foul. And a foul. Yeah. That's going to be, they're going to call, it was a nice block. On the body. On, but they're going to get, he's going to get the body. You talk about anticipating the pass. Ryan Williams did that right in front of us here, Kevin. They never stood a chance, all right, <laughs> getting that ball from one seal to another. Williams at the foul line now, a 51% free throw shooter with a minute 34 to go. Rattle that one in, but out. That's a high arcing free throw he had. That you was, thought it was going to drop right through. The Braves have been three for three so far this half. That was the first miss. Here comes Williams' second opportunity and remains 50%. 30-16, a 14-point Chickalemi lead. Sealens Grove with just three, four points in this period. Well, you, know, you see the full-court pressure with those three guards in there, Kevin. Yeah, it's a different team, really is, from what we saw start the game. Feed inside now to Hackenberg. Hackenberg out to the wing, top of the key to uh, right. Now to the far wing, Bastion. Bastion working his way in. Moyer all over him. Moyer steals it away! Great job. They double-teamed him. Moyer went for the ball, got it on the baseline. Pfeiffer left side, fakes to the right, fakes to the left, finds Leonard. Leonard tips it for Dietrich. Loose ball. Dietrich comes up with it underneath the basket. Reverse layup and in. Five points for Mason. And again, I told you how well he runs that baseline. Opportunity knocks. He took advantage of it. Seals being doubled up by Shikalemi as Pfeiffer tries the block there, but Hackenberg just goes right through it for two. And Camden Hackenberg doing his best Mason uh, Dietrich imitation by staying on that baseline and getting that bucket off the pass. Dietrich with it, now to Williams. Williams on the near wing, finds Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer between the circles with 28 seconds to go. Now Pfeiffer gets a closely guarded count. He loses the ball at the foul line, gets it back, lobs it now to Williams with 19 I'd, seconds I'd to go. I'd go for one here, Absolutely. Kevin. You got a 14-point lead. You're not kidding. Don't give them an opportunity to see the basket again. Moyer, top of the key with 10. Now Williams with 8 on the far wing. Leonard, top of the key, starts in with 5. Goes out now, driving in Moyer. Reverse layup all alone under the basket, missed the shot. He had the opportunity, and it was just a little too open at the end of the first half of play. It is Shikolami 32, Sealens Grove 18. This is Shikolami Basketball on WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 
Growing up in the construction business, my dad always taught us that quality wasn't just a word that you throw around, it was a way of life. When you choose quality, you'll get what you pay for. That's how I've always felt working with Glicks here in central Pennsylvania. The garage doors they offer are high quality and their installers do a fantastic job. If you're looking for a quality garage door, then Glicks should be your first call. I'm Todd Ross and I'm happy to recommend Glicks. Hey, Uncle Bob, you look happy. Of course, I'm having a garlic ring bologna sandwich from Merck's Meats. Merck's Meats ring bologna in plain garlic or hot is like no other because we're using the same secret smokehouse recipe that Grandpa Merck's created way back in the early 1900s. No wonder it's delicious. And we use the same secret recipes for our smoked sausage, bacon, and our chops. Merck's Meats, Route 147 in Northumberland. And don't forget to grab beverages at WNS Distributor right up the road. Tell them Uncle Bob sent you. Do you want to get your degree, but you're just not sure where to start when it comes to choosing a career path? Well, you're not alone. And at Lackawanna College in Sunbury, we can help you explore several opportunities with a degree in professional studies. You'll have the chance to take a variety of courses that will give you the background that employers find valuable in an employee. Visit Lackawanna.edu today. That's Lackawanna.edu. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. New year, new traditions, and all new models at WNL Subaru. A new kind of Subaru is here to help you start those new traditions. It's a Subaru that can take you farther and is equipped and upgraded for your wildest adventures. It's the 2022 Subaru Wilderness Editions. Get off the beaten path as you unlock a whole new adventure in an all new 2022 Subaru Forester or Outback Wilderness Edition from WNL Subaru. Experience the WNL difference today. Off Route 11 in Northumberland. To check out our inventory or start your WNL Express deal online, go to WNLSubaru.com. Sealance Grove had the early lead in this one up until the five-second mark of the first period. And from that minute on, or I should say those seconds on, it has been all shikalami 32-18 after having a 14-12 end of the first period. Shikalami's defense stymied Sealance Grove for six minutes of basketball where they only had one from the free throw line, and that was it before the big three-pointer by Ulrich, his second three of the game, to finally get some points from the floor for Sealance Grove. The defense has been stellar. Well, to quote Yogi Berra, deja vu all <laughs> over again. Uh, the score was 28-14 in the first game at halftime. Braves up by 14. Well, just take a couple points, add four to each of those. It's 32-18. The Braves up by 14. Uh, if you go down and look at the, at the Seal scoring, Two people have scored all their points except for one basket. That's uh, Isaiah Ulrich has 11 and Camden Hackenberg off the bench with five. The only other basket was Reese Noggle in that, uh, and he had one in the first quarter. The Braves, the scoring is much more spread out. Uh, leading all, leading the score for the Braves is uh, Johnny Piper with nine, and then Caden Huffman with seven right behind him. But Scotty Miller off the bench with four. Trey Wallace with, with six. And... Uh, Mason Dietrich with five. So that's very good balance scoring by the Braves. A lot better than what we've seen in the past, especially on the other night up at Mifflinburg. Shikalimi outscoring Sealands Grove 
18-6 in that second period. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Shikolami Basketball. It's sports talk where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. Halftime here in the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium here in the Shikolami Fieldhouse matinee basketball on Rally in the Valley Part 4. 32-18, Shikolami winning this, or, or leading this one, I should say, at the half. Sealands Grove winning on Thursday night on WKOK here at the Phil Lockup Gymnasium when they only had the center lights on, and as Steve Williams says, they rolled out the res lights. Sealands Grove with a big wrestling win on the road. The Shikolami Lady Braves with a win and a, and a convincing one on Wednesday night here in the Fieldhouse as this three-game Shikolami-Sealands Grove set continues and there's still one more game at least in the basketball part of the rally in the valley and that'll be coming up with the lady braves in the second half of their season well, uh, uh, toward the uh, uh, toward february well kevin if you talk about a stifling defense lou del Grotti's lady braves uh held Sealands grove to six points for the entire second quarter none in the fourth quarter and uh this sat full court pressure i you know i know Sealands grove had i know the braves had a lot of turnovers but Seals Grove with over 30 turnovers in that game. And, you know, I think I know Lou Del Grotti's coaching style pretty good. I would think so. And he has his kids playing his type of defense. If he gets 30 to 35 points in a basketball game, he's happy because he figures if the kids play the defense the way they they can, that they will outscore. And they did. Seals Grove only had 21 that night. So it's one of those situations that that's what happened with the Braves. If you remember, they did not start Ryan Williams at guard. They started with a bigger starting team. And uh, Seals Grove basically took advantage of maybe Chicklamy not having as much speed. But after they got the, the, got the other guards in, uh, or Seals Grove had a lot difficult time getting that ball up court and also getting uh, running their half-court offense. So we're looking, at, we're looking at the same scenario we saw down at Seals Grove. I'm sure that Coach uh, Kaiser's probably telling his kids, hey, we were down 14 down there, we came back. And I'm sure Coach Ziegler's reminding his kids in there about that. But down there at that game, there was no uh, there was no Mason Dietrich to come off the bench and no Scotty Miller. If you remember, Scotty was also hurt. Absolutely. Shikalemi coming in at 5-5 five and five overall, 4-4 four and four in conference play. The Seals looking for their first conference win, one and nine overall, with their win coming up again, uh, coming off Bald Eagle area. I'll tell you what, the Seals have had some just unbelievable luck in the way the scheduling went. They were at Bald Eagle area, they were at Mifflin County, they were scheduled to be at Central uh, Mountain this week before coming to Shikalimi. That was their that was their schedule for the last uh, about week. Now, the Central Mountain game was postponed, so that gave them a little bit of a breather getting ready for this one. But, boy, that's a lot of road, four, it, especially four during games, the week. Four games in six days. Yeah. You're asking a lot of a team because, you know, you have to practice. And that's somewhere. Know, I don't care how young your legs are. That's going to work, give you a little bit of fatigue. At the half, it is Shikolami 32 and Sealands Grove 18. This is Shikolami Braves basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. 
Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have five Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the Mid-State region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, or Sealands Grove areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum, they're proud to say we get you done. Every year can bring new challenges. Your insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. 2022 has begun and now is the perfect time to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. We have the experience and knowledge to help you protect what matters most. You can contact our office at 570-286-5855 or online at purdyinsurance.com. Attention homeowners, did you know you can help keep your appliances working efficiently? The appliance experts at Peters do. If you're not vacuuming under and behind your refrigerator at least twice a year, you're robbing your refrigerator's ability to run efficiently as it can. What's worse, if left undone, your refrigerator can overheat causing failure. That's because your refrigerator relies on proper air circulation to dissipate heat energy being removed from inside. Peters Home Appliance Center has the answers to all your home appliance needs. They've been helping appliance shoppers over 50 years. Peter's Home Appliance Center, Market Street, Sunbury. This is Will Marks, General Manager at Murray Motor Chevrolet. We are coming off our best-selling season ever. Why? Because we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. Murray Motor Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best selection of custom trucks, sports cars, and new inventory arriving daily. We're the only dealer to offer a lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. So let's set it straight. We have the best price and best warranty, period. Murray Motor Chevrolet, located a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Coming up tomorrow on WKOK, the Penn State Nittany Lions travel to Ohio State. 11.30 is the pregame show. Steve and Dick Girardi have the call at high noon on WKOK. Well, we want to give a big shout-out to uh, one of the biggest fans here at Chickalimi, Jim Ziegler, the the dad of Brian and, and Billy Ziegler had a procedure done at Geisinger, and we know if he could be here, he would. Uh, best of luck and good healing, Jim. We miss you. And there's a runner from Leonard on the baseline to give Chickalimi a 34-18 lead here early on in this second half. Our thoughts and prayers on with the Ziegler family, absolutely. They have been a staple in this gym for basketball for eons. Ulrich inside, loses the handle, tips it out to Noggle. Noggle will lose it, and Leonard will be charged with the foul. For the Braves, it's going to be Dietrich, Hoffman, Wallace, Pfeiffer, and Leonard. For the Seals, Haddon, Reich, Ulrich, George, and Noggle. Well, Kevin, if there was any bad part about that first half, all the fouls the Braves uh, committed, they got some people with some foul trouble. That pass by Ulrich goes right into the face of Wallace. So Wallace will have it and give it off to Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer now left side to Hoffman. Hoffman on the left wing, back from a three-game layoff due to injury. There's a pass anticipated perfectly by Ulrich. Ulrich will go up, can't get it to go. Backside rebound on the trail by Reich, and down hard is Leonard, I believe. Yeah. You know, again, Isaiah Ulrich with great anticipation. John Pfeiffer did not go towards the pass. All right, and uh, and Isaiah got it, and nobody went down to help uh, after the uh, after the initial miss by Ulrich, and um, 
I, who made that shot, Kevin? I forgot who got the rebound. Reich. Reich got the rebound and put it back in. Now Leonard will get up under his own power with a push-up, but Mike, he is limping. I don't know if it's his, his, his ankle. Left, left ankle, leg area, yeah. shin area. Mike Elder, the trainer, coming out along with Bill Ziegler to help him off the court now. Well, he tried to go up and block the shot and lost his bounce and came down hard. So that's a tough, tough, uh, that's what you call a hustle injury. And sure you never is. like to see any injury, but those are those are the ones uh, that seem to hurt the most. Well, they're going to bring him to the far end of the bench now. We'll see if he returns in this one. With 6.55 yeah. to go, it doesn't look like he would return on this one. Well, that'll bring Ryan Williams off the bench into uh, come in for Cam. 34-20, 6.55 to go here in the third period. Chickalamy with the lead after the steal and the transition basket by Wright. Uh, Braves going to try to put a little bit more uh, half-court pressure on them. Pfeiffer with a basketball. Seals drop back from their pressure into the defense and Hoffman at the foul line turns around and makes a free throw for two that's going to be there all night long and if you give if you give Caden that shot he's going to make most of them he's got nine right now Kevin so you're saying that's a Lionel Richie song yes it's an all, a Lionel Richie shot all night, all night long. long nice move good move by Blake Haddon drives in on Wallace and Wallace has to give ground and give up the bucket that's Blake's first points of the evening. Here comes Hoffman trailing in, hard off the window and Got in. Nice pass. Ryan Williams stopped, gave it off to Huffman, who was in the left lane coming down, and Hayden picks up, or Caden picks up his 11th point. 38-22, Shikolami leading it with six to go here in the third. Haddon with the basketball, takes the wing three, rattles in, but not down. Williams, Williams. comes up with a loose ball, bringing it back the other way with a four on three. Now they'll set up the half-court offense. Pfeiffer with a basketball. Long pass over to Wallace. Down to the near wing to Williams. They'll go Pfeiffer into the corner. Dietrich, three. Short. Rebound by Noggle. Noggle outlet to Ulrich now. Ulrich will come between the circles. Give it off for a three to the right wing to Hackenberg, and he drained it. 38-25, yeah, 5.25 to go. wide open. He drilled it. That's his eighth point. Pfeiffer with a basketball to Hoffman, down to Dietrich, corner three, got that one. Well, you know. Right in front of the Shikolami bench. Mason's been standing over there the whole half wide open. They got it to him the first time. He's a little short. That time they left him wide open again. He didn't He didn't miss that one, baby. That was all cords. <laughs> Bounce pass into the far corner to Hackenberg. Hackenberg drives the baseline, sends it away to, uh, to Hodden for about a 10-footer. Overshot the basket, backside rebound by Hoffman. 4.50 to go here in the third period. Braves break the press. Dietrich underneath. Bounces it off the rim and puts it in. I told you, Kevin. He's the best baseline guy we got. And that was a great pass from Huffman to him on the baseline. Nice nice off-bound shot. He's got 10 also. Ulrich on the near wing. Starts in, starts out. Pfeiffer tips it. Out of bounds. Me, excuse me. Sealands Grove basketball. <laughs> as Bastion and George come in for Sealands Grove. And it'll be uh, Miller coming in for Shikolami. It's hard to be spontaneous with you, know that. I'm right? sorry. That's Go ahead. Okay. You can be, oh, no, be it's, spontaneous it's, now. It's over now, all right? No, it's we'll not. Wait for it. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> all right. I'll give you more time, I promise. <laughs> I like your spontaneity. I can't spell spontaneity, but I like your spontaneity. Ulrich driving in on the left side, out of bounds. 
He was trying to get that ball across to Spencer George on the opposite side, but there were two Braves there. Williams with a nice job along with Trey Wallace on Spencer knocked it out of bounds. So Braves still playing pretty good defense. On the near side, it's Reich with a basketball. Reich will go top of the key to Ulrich. Ulrich puts it on the floor, starts in, bounces, and missed the shot, but will get uh, the foul call. So is it on John Pfeiffer or Ryan Williams? It's on Williams. No, I don't think so. That is Ryan Williams. Son of a gun, Kevin. You've got <laughs> eyes like an eagle. That's his third. That's what it is. You know, again, uh, Ulrich with a nice job of taking Piper to the left down the lane. He gets him beat, all right? Ulrich makes that one after being one for four here this evening. 12, this afternoon, rather. 12 points right now, and that makes it 13 for Isaiah. And that is now a opportunity to go even money from the line. So it's 43-27 halfway oh, through this period. And Leonard went to Wallace. Wallace he, got the shot blocked. He took too long to get that shot off. Good job by Scotty Miller. Miller picks off the George pass to the other side of the basket. And the Braves get a turnover back. Wallace over to the right side. I did not see who got the block for Seelands Grove. I, uh, I think it was Spencer George, to be honest. He was in the, the general cabin, vicinity, yes. yep. Hoffman now. Yep. Trey just took too long to get that shot off. He was wide open. And the pass inside to Hoffman. Puts it on the floor. Overshot the basket. Backside rebound, Wallace. Jump ball, though. And Sealandsgrove will have the possession arrow with 3.25 to go in the third. 43-27, Shikolevich. I mean, Sealandsgrove's taking everybody to the boards. And, you know, Caden, they did a nice job on Caden. He had the ball deep down in the low block, and they made him put the ball on the floor. And when he turned around, he was a little bit off balance with the shot, and he pushed it off to the other side. Haddon checks in at that stoppage, will inbound the ball, and bring it up now is Reich with 3.18 to go, guarded by Miller. Reich works to the right side, throws it out of bounds. It was, uh, and no, it was I think it was off of they, Williams. They don't know. Neither one of the officials over there probably saw it, and I, I think you are right, Kevin, but they're going to give it to the Braves. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that Coach Kaiser's like, wait, what? Did you guys discuss that? Well, I got an, I got. He a, said, "What about the third guy? Did the third guy uh, but, see but, it?" But the third guy's all the way over here. He's with right, us, Kevin. Yeah, he's but a long way away. It. We saw I, it. I was. I, I thought Williams touched that one. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Pfeiffer now at the half court line. Lobs it now to Williams. Williams to Hoffman. Hoffman to the corner. Miller to the near corner for three. Wallace underneath loses the basketball. Coming up with it is Reich. Reich has a three on three. Goes right side to Ulrich. Ulrich now will set the offense. He's going to dribble around Miller. Goes into the far corner, three on the way, no good by Bastion, and it hits the clock above the basket, dead ball. The Braves have had, on their offensive sets, twice now, big guys open underneath, and they get the ball to them, but they got you got to put that ball up right away. It's got to be, it's got to be quick. Over to the right side, William uh, Miller with it. Boy, that was a dangerous pass. Yeah, it was. That's a long pass cross court. Three-pointer near wing. Miller got it right in front of the Shikolami student section to make it 46-27, well, 2.30 to go in the third. Scotty Miller comes off the bench. That's seven points from him off the bench. Braves getting a nice job by those guys. And a shot waved off, foul on the floor. Not an offensive foul. Is it going to be on Scotty Miller? Uh, yeah, think number that 10. Was... Yep. That's his second team's third foul that will make Ulrich inbound underneath his own basket gives it off to Bastion 
Bastion goes top of the uh, top of the key, finds Ulrich. Ulrich to the foul line. Pass tipped by Miller and out of bounds. I'm looking at the uh, points off the bench for the Braves, and uh, you know it, it. That's something that they haven't been used to getting, and they're getting it today against the Seal and Grove Seals. Reich with it, drives in, finds George. George loses the handle of the basketball. Basketball is loose. Miller throws it up to get it out of the jump ball zone yeah. and goes out of bounds. It'll be Sealand's Grove basketball. He holds on to the ball, and it's a jump ball. It's the Braves' yep. ball, but he doesn't know that. I well, mean, and, and the other know, thing is if he rolls and holds on to it, it's a travel, exactly. too. So you, you, I guess you try and go with the odds. Right now, spins to the outside, overshot the basket. Hoffman goes over the top of George and will pick up. Or no, they're they're going to call it the other way around. Well, Caden had the ball when he came down, and and it looks like Spencer probably slapped at it. Got him on the wrist, and that's Spencer's first foul. And Fashan will come into the game now for... Williams for the Braves. Going to, this quarter's flying by also, Kevin. 46-27. Shikolami up by 19, their largest of the afternoon. Pfeiffer with a basketball now as they break the press. Pfeiffer will go in, find Miller, corner three. Just missed that one. Backside rebound by George. George oh. now gives it off to Ulrich. I know you want to took those threes, but you know let's move the ball around a little bit more. <laughs> that was, but it was a good look. I know though. they have a big lead, but you know, <laughs> I just this Seals Grove, all right, our rival. And it's Ulrich in the corner, especially if Ulrich gets hot from outside that arc in that three-point zone. Ulrich now on the near wing. He'll go to the foul line on Pfeiffer. Spin to the inside. Give it off to George. George with a sky hook puts it up and in. That's a great in front pass. Of the basket. A great pass Absolutely. and move by Spence or by Ulrich to get Spencer George the ball all alone on the opposite box. Hackenberg yeah. ready to check in as the foul will be called on right. That'll be team foul number two on Sealens Grove. A little bit That'll different give, than like, the first. Uh, yeah. Kevin. It'll give Sealens Grove a chance to bring in Noggle and Hackenberg. And give Reich and Bastion a breather. Pfeiffer inbounding in front of us. Big guys in, too. 55. Yep, that's... Uh, Barrarello? Barrarello. Valentino Barrarello. Hoffman fakes a three, and there was nobody. He thought he saw somebody there. What he saw was the off-white sweater that Bill Ziegler was wearing and thought it was a player. I thought he was going to shoot the ball, and that's a timeout. I Timeout by Seals Grove. Full timeout with 55.5 to go and a 46-29 Shikolami lead. A close game for 7 minutes and 55 seconds when the Braves took the lead at the end of the period, 14-12, and they have not looked back since. Uh, Playing very good defense, and, uh, you know, they they have 46 points here with 55 seconds to go in the third quarter. Probably their best offensive showing in quite a, quite a while, Kevin. A reminder on one of our sister stations, Eagle 107, tomorrow at noon, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Marilyn Mike have the call on the wild card game against the Bucks, And then on 100.9 the Valley, Sunday night, wild card football at 6.15. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network on 100.9 the Valley. And it'll be Wolf and... Wolf Blitzer? No, Wolfberg. <laughs> I just... Bill, he, he Bill Hillgrove just went out of my head for a wolf, minute there. Wolf. Yeah, that's uh, his nickname. Wolf. Uh, Hildre- E-A-G-L-E-S. 
Eagles. That'll be at 6.15, kickoff at 8.15. My nap will be right after the Eagles game so I can stay up to watch Sunday night football. <laughs> oh, Double high post by the Seals right now. Balalero with they're the basketball. They're going to run people off of those two guys and try to get an open shot. 42 seconds remaining in this one. And they period. Drive again is Ulrich. Ulrich now will go into the corner, find Nagel, who runs the baseline, runs out of real estate. Kicks it out to Ulrich, wing three, no good. Barrarello has his handle on it, hand on it for a minute. Lost it, loose ball on the floor, and a kick ball. called yeah. by Barrarello, or on Barrarello. Yeah, good. And it will be Shikinomi basketball. Good hustle all the way around by Absolutely. the Seals and the Braves on that. You know, that's, you know, sometimes you get to this point in the game, you're, you know, you're not going after those 50-50 balls, but... Both teams did that time. Unfortunately, it came off of Barrarilla's foot. Ulrich out now and Bastion in for Seal and Scrub. You know, I call Barrarello the youngster. I mean, he is a junior, but he just hadn't had a whole lot of varsity playing time until this year. And the feed inside somehow got to Hoffman on a bounce. Well, and Hoffman puts that, it up and in. That's good inside on Kevin. That pass was meant for Pfeiffer. A wild pass in the middle went over him. Kanan just came in from the outside to get it. Noggles. Far wing three, no good. And the Seals will run out of time to get off a second opportunity. At the end of three, it is Shikolami 48, Seals Grove 29. This is Shikolami Basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Do you want to get your degree, but you're just not sure where to start when it comes to choosing a career path? Well, you're not alone. And at Lackawanna College in Sunbury, we can help you explore several opportunities with a degree in professional studies. You'll have the chance to take a variety of courses that will give you the background that employers find valuable in an employee. Visit Lackawanna.edu today. That's Lackawanna.edu. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie. It's Shikolami Basketball and the Rally in the Valley Part 4. Eight Kevin, minutes remaining on the clock, 48-29. Shikolami leading it. Kevin, you look at the scoring for the Braves again after three quarters. Uh, Caden Upman now leads the scoring with 13. Mason Dietrich with 10. John Piper did not take a shot in the third quarter. He's got nine from the first half. And Scotty Miller comes off the bench. He has seven. So we're looking at a pretty uh, good chance the Braves could get three guys in double figures tonight. Well, they already have two. Uh, Toffman, Fashaw, Snyder, Pfeiffer, and Dietrich for I, the Braves. I, I have no idea how Luke Snyder got that pass in there. And that pass in for Pfeiffer is too far, and it goes out of bounds. Ulrich Hackenberg also in his Reich, Haddon, and George for the Seals. We've got this double high post again, Kevin. Ran that at the end of the yeah. third period. Two trying to get people, something going. People off this, off both uh, double screens. Ulrich now to the near side on the near wing. Reich for three, overshot the basket. It runs out of bounds off of Hoffman's fingernail. Yeah. I think Caden was so wrapped up in boxing out Spencer uh, that time, that uh, Spencer George that time, that he didn't keep an eye on that ball as it got away on him. George with the basketball in front of his own bench. Inbounds to Reich now. Reich with the basketball moving to the right on the right wing. He'll drive in. He'll find Haddon now with it. Haddon working on Dietrich. And Dietrich now yeah. with a hand check call. You know, Mason, you got it. You got to stop looking at the officials 
You already got one technical tonight. Don't get the second. Don't get the second one. You're not going to play the next game. Fourth team foul, third one on Dietrich. A little bit of height difference between him and Blake there, isn't it? Hatton, 6'5". Dietrich about 6'1", 6'2". Hatton with a basketball working on Dietrich, goes right over him and puts it up and in. And Dietrich had to back off on that Yeah, but that was, again, Blake with a nice runner off of that, Kevin. Pfeiffer the other way, just inside the foul line for two. There's your third double-figure scorer for the Braves as Pfeiffer picks up number 11. What would you say Hoffman was at right now? 13. That is a career high for Hoffman. And his career has not been that much from varsity because <laughs> really. he didn't play last year because of his shoulder injury in football. Absolutely. The ball That's, went out of bounds. Seelands Grove basketball, that by the way. That foul was on Xavier Fashaw, who I foresee good things for that young man in Shiklamy basketball. Low box over top of uh, Dietrich. Hadn't rimmed, ran it right off the rim. Good look, though. Nice pass. Pfeiffer. Hoffman lets George fly right by. Put it up and in for two as he hit the brakes and let him flew right by. Well, isn't it nice when you got a big guy that can run the floor like the guards? And that's exactly what Caden did as he filled the lane on John's drive to the middle to get the easy bucket. George deflected by, his shot deflected by Dietrich. And Caden Huffman with the, there it is again. Oh, another great pass from Piper to Dietrich. And it's 54-31. That's just wrong. I'm telling you right now, Caden Huffman was 17. Boy, did the Braves miss him the last couple of games. Pfeiffer to Huffman has been very successful in this one. And uh, I believe Pfeiffer will get called for a foul on Ulrich. That'll be team foul number six. What I was was getting at with Caden with, uh, with Huffman was the fact that uh, you know, you run those fast break drills in practice all along, three on two. You stop at the paint and you dish off to either side. And Piper has run that perfectly to Caden Huffman the last two times down the court. Often gets the, or make that Haddon gets the inbounds pass, spins to the near side, missed the shot, right. rebound by Dietrich. Bastion, by the way, in for Seelands Grove. Miller in for the Braves. Miller's shot was stuffed and he gets it back. Good stuff by Reich. Shot went jump up ball. and no good. And then the rebound was a jump ball call. Luke Snyder with getting his hand in there, Blake Haddon. Uh, but it will be Seals Grove's basketball here. Fashaw now will get a breather, and Williams will come in. Braves Wallace up. now in for Hoffman. Braves up by 23 right now, Kevin. 54-31 with 5.30 remaining here in this one. Ulrich with a basketball around the right side. He'll give it off now to Reich. Reich finds Haddon. That's going to be a backcourt. Haddon's going to have to chase it down and get the backcourt. Actually, I think maybe Miller might have touched that one on the baseline. Yeah, I think so, too. Now the officials are talking about it. It is. No, they gave it to Shiflemi. He did not. He must have got there just as it got Boy, it was real close. Good hustle by Scotty, but then he's also got to remember that if it gets down there and he touches it, it doesn't matter matter anymore. Williams on the catch and shoot on the inbounds play. No good off the rebound. Underneath Miller, missed the shot. Fade away by Wallace, no good. Fourth time's the charm. Wallace gets his own rebound and puts it up and in for a 25-point lead. Trey with eight tonight, Kevin, and there's another possible double-figure guy. One more bucket for him. Reich spins into the near side. Wallace tried to take the charge, and Reich just goes right to the bucket. 
And we have a whistle for a timeout for Sealands Grove. 56-33, 4.53 remaining in this one. And this will be a 30-second Sealands Grove timeout. Well, Ryan Reich picked up his fourth point there. Uh, but, again, I think I think there's only been – I don't think the Braves have, co- have called but one timeout, Kevin. I think they took a 30-second timeout think, in the yeah, first quarter. Right, and right in the it. first quarter when yeah. everything looked really bad. When they uh, jumped out to that early, what was it, seven uh, nothing lead? Well, or, if you're if you're a Braves fan, you are elated with this basketball game. If you're a Seals fan, you might be thinking, you know, what happened? What the heck happened? Especially yeah. the way the game started <laughs> right, out. Right. Yeah. If you tuned into the first period and then tuned in now, you're like, wait a minute, is this the same game? Well, I guess we're going to have to tell Ben that we, we have one more game yet. There's a long pass to Mason Dietrich. And all Dietrich all along lays it up and in. The Braves run that all the time. Most teams have been able to cover it. They just send him long. Four across to start out at the opposite end. He goes long. It's just like the Hail Mary pass. There's a steal on the pass. Miller. Miller to Snyder. Snyder to the bucket. Drew the foul and will go to the line. And the Braves are starting to feel it, so they're going to have to calm down a little bit here and not make any, not get the, themselves into a situation where they draw another technical. Uh, you know, Kevin, uh, right now I, I often use this I, that uh, analogy that it's like sharks after blood in the water. Yeah. Everybody wants the ball. And Snyder misses that one as Asher Moyer checks in for the Braves. He'll come in for Dietrich. And also coming in is Noggle. He'll check in for Sealands Grove for Hackenberg. And Ballarallo, um, yeah, Ballarallo will come in now for Sealands Grove's George. Well, you know, there's a big smile on Coach Ziegler's face. <laughs> I don't care which Coach Ziegler you're looking at over there. There's a big <laughs> smile. And the second one from Snyder is in. 59-33 with 4.30 remaining in this one. Noggle with a basketball. Noggle trying to find an open lane. Finds the open lane. Wallace got there late. Was just enough. And on the backside, rebound Moyer. And a reach-in foul. As reaching in on Williams is going to be right. That'll be team foul number four on the Seals. And Snyder will inbound with 4.17 remaining. There's a lot of time in this quarter yet, Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, You know, you're talking about over half the quarters left. Williams with the ball in the backcourt now, 59-33. And Asher Moyer with the basketball, goes to Snyder. Snyder now to uh, Miller. Miller inside to Wallace. Wallace back to Miller. Tried to go around and get the screen. It was not there. The screen door was closed. Boy, Trey's been setting some tough screens up there. The Braves just haven't got there. They got it to him. And Miller, or uh, make that Wallace, bounces off a Seals Grove player underneath, misses the shot. Coming back the other way, Ulrich with a basketball. Good rebound by the big guy in there, Val Barrarello. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Barrarello. 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 Ulrich with a basketball. We'll back up a little bit with three minutes and 30 seconds remaining. Now Ulrich goes in, into the corner near side. Right hits the three. That'll put Sealands Grove on the board, 59-36, with 3.18 remaining, and it will keep that clock from continually running. The Mercy rule at 30 in the second half. Williams now in some trouble, and a jump ball called. Shikolami with the possession arrow. 
as Caleb Cashner is ready to check in for the Braves. Hackenberg coming in for the Seals. Caleb is getting ready to do the rodeo thing at the end of this. Bronco busting. He's he's a bronc rider in the rodeo that will be happening in Harrisburg at the Farm Show Complex here later on today. And also checking into the game for the Braves. And to Pietri. Second time we've seen him this year. Miller underneath gets the inbounds, and he will get called for the double dribble. 3.05 remaining in this one, 59-36, Shikalimi on top. Seals bringing it up now with Noggle. Try and get you the reset here for the Braves. It's Kashner, Empton, Pietre, and there's a shot for three by Hackenberg, no good. Rebound underneath by Noggle. And to Pietri will knock it out of bounds. So the Williams now will come out for the Braves, and Fashaw will be in. It'll be Miller, Fashaw, and to Pietri, uh, Moyer, and Kashner for the Braves. For the Seals, it'll be Pietsu, Bastion, and that shot well over the mark by Bastion. Barrarello in the game as well. And let's see, Hackenberger. And Noggle, that was the other one I was trying to miss, or that I was missing. Foul underneath, gets charged to Barrarello. That's his first, team's fifth. And the pass goes right to Kashner. 316 and rolled right off the edge and into the hands of Pietsu. Noggle with the basketball. Over to the right side. He'll find Bastion. Bastion driving in. Barrarello gets it. And he trips over Hackenberg in the process of coming down. Both get up under their own power. 59-38, 205 to go in this one. That was a nice job by Bastion to get into the paint and then find the big guy underneath. Anton Pietre will inbound. He will now find Fashaw. That one's stolen away by Noggle. Noggle will come up and let it sit on the rim, and it'll drop in. 19-point Chickalami lean, and Bill Ziegler wants a full timeout to get things all set here with yeah. his new offense defense. I think he wants to tell the guys, hey, listen, you know, just because we're up by 20 points, doesn't mean we're going to be sloppy in our play out here, and they have been sloppy the last couple of times up the court. Offensively, the Braves scored 62 in the loss against Hughesville back all the way in the beginning of December in the Macy Veneer Tournament. That was their best offensive performance of the season, their best defensive performance of the season was against Greenwood, and believe it or not, Mifflinburg in the loss, only giving up 45 in both of those games. How's that for a that's, stat of the day? unbelievable, Kevin. Stat of the day, stat of the day. <laughs> bop, bop. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Uh, minute 44 to go in this one. Anthony Pietre will inbound. He will do that to Bruno, who just checked into the game. Pass is tipped and controlled by Noggle. Noggle will give it off now to Bastion. Back to Noggle with a minute 34 to go as Sealensgrove gets the steal. The pass inside to Barrarello. First time no good. Second time is good. 
59-42, a minute 23 to go. Well, the guards are looking for the big guys there, Kevin. Bruno with the basketball now finds Miller at the half-court line. I make that uh, Moyer at the half-court line. And he takes it all the way to the baseline and into the bucket. 61-42 with a minute eight remaining. Well, there are uh, three freshmen in there right now, Kevin. Uh, and a senior and a or two seniors, I think. Yasu nice with a shot and makes it. 53 seconds remaining now as Fashaw now brings it across the half-court line. He's trapped in a world of hurt. Tries to get it to Moyer. It is stolen by Hackenberger. Hackenberger will go up and the foul. That will be team foul number seven on the Braves. So Hackenberger will go to the line. A 25% free throw shooter coming into tonight's game. Well, you know, with Lucas Piazza in there, his mom's a Shikolimi graduate. Stacy Lauer played on the 91 District 4 championship team here at Shikolimi. That shot no good. Pietri with a bucket earlier here. And to Pietri will find Bruno to the near side. Now to Fashaw with 34 seconds to go. And a 61-44 Shikolimi lead. Bruno will have it between the circles. Give it to Moyer. Moyer now has it go out of bounds, and it will be tipped off of Entepietru. Oh, man, this has not been pretty for the Braves in the last uh, two minutes, Kevin. 24 seconds remaining in this one, 61-44. Bringing it up now is Noggle. Noggle will drive through the paint and miss the shot but draw the foul, and that will send him to the line to shoot a one-and-one. And And I think this was going to be on... uh, Jarrell Entepietri. Number 22. Indeed. Double deuces. Noggles, first one, no good. He'll get another opportunity with 17.3 to go at a 61-44 Shikolami lead as we wrap up this matinee basketball event here at the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium. Second one, up and in. 61-45, Braves leading it. Bruno with the basketball underneath all alone. Anton Pietri comes up, tried to get his first varsity points, comes up short. Marinello with the rebound with six to go. Noggle with it with three. Noggle to the foul line working on Kasher. Fires up a three. It is no good. And that will do it. Round four of the rally in the valley will go to the Shikolami Braves. 61-45. Braves won it. On News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey, right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. 
You know the old saying, you never know what you have till it's gone. Now think about your appliances. You expect them to be there washing your clothes, doing the dishes, but when they break down, you begin to wonder what you'll do without them. Don't panic. See APW instead. They carry all kinds of parts from small to large for every name and every type of appliance. If the part you need is not in stock, they'll gladly order it for you. Save money, fix it yourself so your life and your appliances can keep humming along. APW located on the rear of Market Street in Sunbury. You're always covered with APW. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and we're kicking off the new year with deals on your favorite brands. That's right, Mark. It's Owner Appreciation Month with appreciation discounts. We have new inventory arriving daily and a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, all at great prices. Plus, our Jeep brand has you covered with the most capable SUVs in the world. Owner Appreciation Month is the time to start the new year in a new vehicle and experience the Zimmerman difference. So come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today or call us at 570-286-2100 or see all the deals at ZimmermanJeep.com. Shikalimi with a 61-45 home victory over the Sealands Grove Seals here this afternoon. Matinee basketball in the Phil Ockoff Gymnasium here in the Shikalimi Fieldhouse. And the Braves got scoring distribution from darn near everybody that stepped on the court tonight. Yeah, Xavier, Xavier Fashaw was one of the few that didn't get a basket. He came in. Bruno got in really late. Uh, Anton Pietri got in really late as well. Didn't get a basket, but had a couple of opportunities for both of those guys. But again... Talk about scoring distribution. The Braves found it today. Yeah, they had three uh, in double figures, all right, uh, led by uh, uh, Caden Upman on his uh, debut back from being injured. Welcome, all right. welcome, welcome back. Welcome back with 17, including one from beyond the arc. Uh, Johnny Pfeiffer, who kept everything going in, the, in that first and second quarters, had 11. And Mason Dietrich with a solid 12, all right, out on the line. So, the Braves got really, really good scoring. And if you look, Trey Wallace had eight and Scotty Miller off the bench with seven. So you're talking about very good job of spreading it out and getting everybody involved in the offense. Hoffman with his welcome back, Chief, ended up getting a career-high 17. Uh, he had 12 for a career-high in the Sealands Grove game in December, ironically enough. That was his career-high at that time. Yeah, just a really nice job by uh, by the Braves today uh, oh, after overcoming that slow start with uh, Sealands Grove actually being ahead at one time, I think like 11-3 to three or something like that. So the Braves came back and played strong, and they just kept, kept they put a lot of pressure on the, on the offense of Sealands Grove. But the, one of the main things is they just rebounded and rebounded and rebounded, okay? Yeah, it, it was completely different than the last two to three games that we saw without Hoffman. The yeah. rebounding numbers, of course, and we don't have those right now, but I can tell you when I do the numbers for the, for the game on Wednesday, it's going to be through the roof yeah, with I, the changes. I, it's, it just was a, a good afternoon for the Shikolimi Braves, and uh, now if the girls can uh, beat the Seals down in Seals Grove uh, in, in later this month, uh, the Braves might uh, have uh, be up uh, be tied, wouldn't it? Two two. Uh, let's see. It would be football, wrestling and, for Sealands Grove, and, and basketball, oh, basketball, basketball for Shikolimi so far. So it'd be three two right now. But and I was then you go into the spring sports season. I, I was just considering like you got to win both games in basketball. Oh, in order. I, I see okay. what you're saying. As far right. as that goes, so you're so. taking it that way. All right. Bill Ziegler, who uh, at one point, I think one of the Braves thought he was a player and uh, tried to get him the pass. I think he could have made it from there. I, I really might have. I, I think he could have. Bill, this this game, it started off, it looked like it was going to be a physical nightmare battle. What 
did you talk about in that first timeout right out of the gate? And well, I, we, I, I even said on the air, and I'll, I'll be up front, I said, Bill Ziegler right now, live it. <laughs> I am, you know, when you spend 15 minutes of practice practicing for the half-court trap, and the first five times they run it, we don't do anything that we practice. You know, that was uh, that, that's what that timeout was about. And then once we got everybody in the right spot, it seemed that uh, things went a lot better for us. Did you know that big guy I next to you there? I do know this big guy. So. He was very familiar <laughs> yes, to me. Yes, I know. So. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Horton sitting here with Bill. You guys were teammates, right? Back in 1987. Hey, I know. First down point score in school history. And Who got it. the assist? That wasn't me. Wasn't I him. Oh, I thought there was Probably an assist. Kurt got the rebound the way our team shot that year. <laughs> put it up and in. But, uh, you know, he he got us down to the point at home against Shemokin. So it was, or against, that's what I mean, against I, Seals yeah. Grove. So it was good to have him here for home against Seals Grove as well. He was a good luck charm. It, I think it was 35 years ago, almost to the day. Yep. Oh, yeah, well, that's where Bill and I were talking about that and the other day. It is pretty remarkable <laughs> that I was able to do that because the Coach Ziegler here, we used to call him catch and shoot Zig. And uh, he didn't pass the ball all that often, but he, like he said, he did miss some, so we were able to put a few of those back in. Uh, catch and make, it was catch and shoot. Yeah, well, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Bill, as you looked in that, uh, as you looked at that second period, there was a different team out on the court in that second period for Shikalimi. Again, what is it that changed the whole mindset there? I'll tell you one thing that, that, that helped is we're, we're healthy, and, you know, the, the, the seven or eight kids that we thought were going to get a lot of varsity time finally played one game together, and it seemed that we were fresh. Whoever, whoever we put in the game seemed to have a lot of energy, and we didn't seem to, to, to go backwards at all with, uh, you know, energy and enthusiasm and hustle. And, uh, you know, that was a big reason why, you know, defensively we held them 18 in the first half, and, uh, you know, that, that's great. Yeah, that, that was a great defensive second period. Only six points, and there was a stretch of six minutes where Sealands Grove had one point, and that was from the charity stripe, Chief. You played good pressure defense, and tonight you rebounded very well. Awesome. You right. cleaned some stuff up. Yep, and I'll <laughs> tell you the other thing you did well. Uh, you got some people in the paint, and they dished off the people in the low box. Nice passes. They even saw a pick and roll one time, so... Uh, it was just a fun game to watch, and your kids executed very well, Bill. Yep, I'm very proud of them. Uh, it was a great team effort, and, you know, you, you look at our scoreboard, there's a lot of guys that, that scored tonight. You know, it, it was good to see Mason uh, getting his uh, legs back a little bit and, uh, you know, get Huffy back is huge. I, I think Mason Dietrich is one of your best baseline players that, that you've had for a while. Plus, he steps beyond that arc. He's pretty deadly back there, too. Yeah, he likes that three-point shot, and he's real good going back door from there as well. Bill, appreciate the time. We'll chat with you on Wednesday night. All right. Thank you. See you guys. Good job, Coach. Bill Ziegler, uh, head coach of the Shikolami Braves of the big 61-45 homestanding victory here this afternoon. Three players in double figures. Pfeiffer with 11, Dietrich with 12, Hoffman with 17. Leading the way for the Seals, Isaiah Ulrich with 13. And that's a guy that averages 16 a game. And also, he was on fire in the first half. 11 points of those 13 came in the first half for Ulrich. And you're right, Kevin. I think they did a better job. But, you know, sometimes when you are when you get behind, your better players press. And they get, you know, they, sometimes they don't play as well or they don't get as much out of their touches. So, again, the Braves defense had a lot to do with that. Big points off the bench, though, for Hackenberger. Yes. Hackenberger with eight points off the bench for the Seals really helped out a lot. It was just too little too late there. Yeah, uh, you know, Seals Grove, again, uh, they came into this game, and I thought, I thought because of the way they came back from a 14-point deficit at Seals Grove, earlier in the year i thought that this would be a better a better game for them but it turns out the braves 
with being healthy and also having all that help off the bench uh, turn the tide. Well, they'll have a tough game on Wednesday night here at the Fieldhouse. Uh, we'll be on News Radio 1070 WKOK when the Montoursville Warriors come to town to face the Shikolami Braves on WKOK.com Wednesday night. Steve Williams will have Shikolami at Southern Columbia. He'll be on the on the road there to Jim Rothville. And uh, Jim, <laughs> although and and you know you've known Jim for many years, of course, played basketball, and uh, you know he was a Shikolami alum as well. But uh, Jim stepped away from uh, the athletic director's job this year. Kent Lang taking over and uh, big shoes to fill, but Kent will do an outstanding job, I have no doubt. He's uh, done a pretty good job with the wrestling program over yes, the years, has. too. Yeah. So we'll have that for you on Wednesday night. Tomorrow, Penn State takes on Ohio State. Steve Jones, Dick Girardi have the call beginning at 1130 with the pregame tip-off is set for noon once again our final score it was shikolami 61 and sealants grow 45 the braves improved to six and five overall five and four in conference play sealants grow falling to one and ten overall we'll talk to you wednesday night right here for the phil lockoff gymnasium it'll be night basketball once again there'll be more saturday matinee basketball check out the schedule at wkok.com braves basketball is a wkok sports presentation